December 14, 2021. So watch from Pedro's show.
Pedro Show happy Tuesday. Raining here. SoCal. A big one. Yeah, which is scary because of mudslides. But maybe add to the snow, snowpack and help with a dead in our drought. John Coltrane with Stra- Straight Street from the first album he did as a band leader. Year I was born, 1957. Just called Coltrane. He's got two originals Straight Street and Chronic Blues. Uh, I'm helping Pete DeStefano learn about Mr. Coltrane's life. Uh, also, North Carolina, Hamlet, High Point, and Philly after that. Okay, Angelo Gianni, don't you mind? Maybe it should have a question mark? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it should, yeah. Maybe not, though. Maybe it's an imperative, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and people, you can tell, maybe, because that other voice, that what is not Manilotin is Pedro Pad. Because of those Estonian software people with their Skype invention, I got Gianni. No, it's Angelo Gianni. Welcome aboard, Angelo. Thank you, man. Now, I trip that. on the name because, you know, it's Johnny Angel, right? All right. <laughs> An Italiano. Right. You, you have an Italian connection? Yeah, my grandparents, uh, they were first-generation American, but they would, like my grandfather went to school in Italy and stuff like that. Yeah, my ma's people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mother's mother from the Dolomiti in the north. Mother's father from Palermo in the south of Sicily. Kind of yeah, mine <laughs> from Sicily too. Okay. I, got, I finally got to play Palermo. It was a bitching time. Oh, it's uh, cool. And also Catania in the same trip. Thank you uh, for telling you, and so you're in my night. But I'm really interested in your uh, journey for music, so please bring your earliest... Oh, yeah, first, John Furr, big respect for the connect. But, but bring uh, your earliest musical recollection that you still might have. Uh, God, I mean, I, when I was really little, there wasn't a ton of music around my house. But, uh, like, my dad had a some compilation record with, had, like, uh, Ronnie and the Daytonas, and they had uh, the Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid soundtrack. And uh, American Graffiti soundtrack. Those are like that's my first. So your listening. earliest memories you still got is is your folks' record collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes good sense. So was in the in the pad you grew up musical instruments. Um, my dad had a violin laying around, and then around fifth grade we we uh, we got a piano, and uh, I but I didn't get a guitar until I was probably eleven or twelve, something like that. Did you ever jump on that violin? Yeah, a little bit. I, I played in the like school orchestra from fifth grade on up into high school. On the I can't violin. believe my own. on the violin. Yeah, violin. And did you pick? Yeah. Uh, did, what, did you pick it because there was one at home? Yeah, my grandfather was a really good violinist, and so uh, yeah, I think it was kind of just pushed on me a little bit. But I, I sort of liked it. I never okay. got good at it, but I liked it. Well, that's. I think that's important. <laughs> And yeah. What was the first record you bought with your own money, Angel? Uh, you know, I I totally remember this. It was um, it was there were two records at the same time, and it was I think sixth grade, and it was Pink Floyd, The Wall, and Michael Jackson, Off the Wall. So I had like a wall thing. Yeah, going wall on. thing going. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the Pink Floyd one that much, but I liked the Mike Jackson one. 
That, yeah. that, that cover picture is the last one where his nose looks like that. Yeah, that's Don't true. Want to be starting something, right? It's great, exactly. Great fucking tune. Great, great sound. And the wall, that was just too overblown. And I did like the one before at the animal. Animal. Yeah. Yeah. Three songs or so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, enough about what. Uh, first gig you saw? Uh, first real rock gig I saw was Pat Benatar with Saga opening. Yeah. <laughs> she had some pipes. <laughs> She had uh, some pipes. And, and for being little, too, right? Man, her, threw her whole body into that stuff. Her yeah, husband, she was tiny. She, right. she killed it. And her husband was a guitar man, and I think they're still going. Yeah. yeah I can't remember what song. Saga had some big song back in the... <laughs> I, I told you. Don't ask what. <laughs> yeah, I know, clue. You'd have to beat the shit out of me for many hours and still wouldn't learn. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's no advantages to torture. You just don't fucking know you don't know. <laughs> exactly. Okay, you said something about guitar. Now, you'd already been doing uh, the violin at school and stuff. Did you do choir or the marching? There's no violins in marching band. Anymore. Well, I did um, I did violin. I can't believe my elementary school had an orchestra, but we did. And That's then great. I switched That's to great. percussion in high school, and then I played, played in the jazz band um, in high school, too. Played guitar in that. Actually, I played drums and guitar in that. In the trap set? Yeah. Okay, because you said percussion, like... I don't know, glockenspiel, <laughs> cymbals. Yeah, well, I, I played percussion in the orchestra okay. and then uh, and then drums in the jazz. Oh, band. yeah, yeah. Percussion orchestra's got buttload of stuff, right? All kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Waiting for that triangle hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Money, the Bukaki money shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but the, you, uh, you mentioned guitar and uh, oh, like probably most of us young people like rock and roll, right? And like, I want to get one of those. Yeah, definitely. And uh, my first guitar was ridiculous. It was a uh, Dean Explorer. Dean, I remember Dean. Like a big yep. headstock that went into a, kind of a V. Yep, had a little eagle <laughs> wings right. on it and stuff. It was totally ridiculous. <laughs> okay, what kind of? Uh, I think I had some kind of little PV cheapo. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, right? We, we're starting. And yeah. uh, so what is it? Is it like the lesson thing or is it, you know, autodidact or your buddy shows you shit off records? Uh, I took lessons from this cool guy and. Uh, but it didn't last long, but, he, you know, he just would he teach me whatever song was on the radio and, and stuff like that. It wasn't like I wasn't learning scales and stuff like that. I was just learning learning some chords and, and this and that. I think that lasted maybe a year. Nothing from the Mel Bay book. No. He had already absorbed it. <laughs> he, yeah. He buffered Jack. Okay. What, what about the thing after school in the afternoon? Not graduate, right? But uh, garage band, basement band, bedroom band? Yeah, I started bands probably starting in, uh, I don't know, eighth grade, something like that, neighborhood kids, and then people in high school and yeah all through high school now, now whose pad was it the drummer man's pad <laughs> yeah yeah i think it was it actually it was in in all but one of them it was the drummer's drummer's house and they don't want to carry that stuff anymore. yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> take the tiny pv around <laughs> exactly exactly like the guy in the rear with all the gear <laughs> Yeah. Okay, and also probably more tolerant parents up here with stand years of bam bam and shit. 
Yeah, um, there was always a good basement involved for sure. Right, right. And uh, and what kind of stuff was it like trying to learn rock, uh, rock and roll songs off records, or were you guys composing? I think at first it was like, I mean, we were playing like everything from ACDC to Talking Heads to ZZ Top to Black Sabbath. And then on into high school, we started getting a little more motley crew and some metal stuff and and uh and then the original started somewhere somewhere in there probably uh, third year high school or something like that and can you remember first writing songs yeah i i do i remember the because i then i got an acoustic guitar which i loved and that kind of became what i played most and uh there's this play, movie called Ag you mean play oh, like oh. uh not just composition, but play for people. Yeah, me and me and a, a friend, this guy Bob in high school, started just playing like, you know, started covers, just I don't know, whatever. People play on acoustic guitar, and then we started writing songs, and, and we got into the got into that. Oh, so your first songs are acoustic, like kind of a, a Bob Dylan thing or James Taylor. Or... Yeah, yeah, singer songwriter yeah, kind yeah. of. Kind of stuff, yeah. That's what well, we were into. Dee Boone liked uh, James Taylor and this other guy, uh, Jim Croce. Jim Croce's awesome, and we were really into uh, uh, what was that guy's name? He played Michael Hedges. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We was... loved him, and we got into alternate tunings because of him. And also, you uh, really started exploring acoustic capo playing yeah. and open tunings and alternate. Tunings. Yeah. yeah. Interesting we stuff. went to this weird guitar camp in Connecticut somewhere, um, and Michael Hedges was there as like wow. a. He gave a concert and did a little sort of teaching session, and at the end of that, man, you walk down the halls, everybody was detuning their guitars. Doing all this. <laughs> no, but how'd that happen? It was what, amazing. How, what was the connect with the, you know, you're in North Carolina, and what you, you read about the, or hear about this uh, guitar camp in Connecticut? Well, yeah, I grew up in Connecticut. I grew up in Newtown, Connecticut, and that's oh, that's okay. where I went to school and stuff. So that's that's where that we makes were. More sense. I think my that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, my friend <laughs> found out about the yeah, he found out about out about the camp somewhere. Larry Coriel was there. Somebody else. Wow, that guy can play guitar. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know him more for like an elect, electric guitarist, but he can he probably can jam the fuck out of an acoustic one too, right? Yeah, I think I think he was all about the electric there. He was. Oh, okay. So there was a bunch of stuff going on at that camp. Yeah, yeah. What a neat thing, man! You know, it was cool. You know, you know, just the idea of that you know, because summer camp is like just some place like holding pattern. Why not fucking learn some dude some music? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. We yeah. we enjoyed. Okay, you gave me this tune, "Wake You."
bien trop liquide Et aussi bien trop speed Non me laisse pas Oh me laisse pas
pleasures And your favorite Jesuit hates Like a cool reminder It took me a while to get in here Now I'm just lying on the floor I miss my only family So that Chuck and Music start off a treadmill track store. Wake you. Victoria Shen with an excerpt of Ligature's Walkthrough. Model home after that. Nightbreak. Great new album. Sly and Robbie. Miss brother Robbie on the bass. The Great Escape. Bombas Prendon. May and play him. Hacked Picciato with Trevis. Their new album. Zona Infinity. Brand new. And Plan is the tune. Northern John. Occasional Clarity. Brand new from Michael. And then finally, again, treadmill track star with Cruel Reminder. It's all like it's like deja vu all over again, Angelo. Please enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, treadmill treadmill went from like probably ninety one and ninety eight or something like that. And it's funny, uh, yeah, John John uh the our connect had had some stuff to do with that band and we we were from the same town in uh Columbia, South Carolina is where we were living then. But uh yeah, we just we toured for you know, seven years nonstop, and uh, let me ask you about the name. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 probably pretty obvious. I mean, when we started, you know, I was like, we know how this is going to go. We're going to work really, really hard, and we're going to get nowhere. <laughs> that's what we named the band, okay. and uh, and that's what happened. It was the self fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And what was it? Was it a, a quartet? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, it was a quartet. We had a cello player. That was like. Well, that's that different. was our thing. Yeah, it, it was definitely different back then too. Um, so we got a lot of attention doing that. Did and, you write the music for the cello? Because you said you're a violin man, and they're both tuned in fifths. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did early on. Yeah, I did. I always came up with the cello parts um, for the most part. Um, 
Yeah. It's nice to have another melodic instrument other than the, the voice. And I'll tell you, the cello's got a range, man. I think it's it's even big. It's the whole voice and then so. Yeah, it's it's my favorite instrument for sure. It's so, it's mellow. It doesn't have that squeak like the violin. Right, it's just right. Above it. Yeah, it's really interesting. The only lame thing is kind of the way you have to play it. Yeah, sitting down between your legs. But fuck, yeah. that's just a little thing. So yeah. in the timeline you're playing, uh, treadmill track star ain't after guitar camp, is it? Is there something in between? Yeah, guitar camp was like in in high school. So this is years later, probably probably four four years later after high school. Um, and uh, yeah, I was in I was in like a hippie acoustic band, and we broke up, and that it sort of became treadmill track star. Okay. Had, that's a, a interesting genre. Hippie yeah. acoustic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hippies that ain't was, plugged in. <laughs> that's that's when I was still in my sort of Michael Hedges phase and I, I actually stayed in the Michael Hedges phase on through Treadmill Trackstar too. A lot of it was acoustic based and then um you know, the weird tunings and then Yeah, but in a way I, it's more rock. than yeah, it's more than just a genre because he, I think he's he's a very musical cat. I think that can cross over a lot of things. Yeah. You know he's what I a mean? talented dude. Yeah, you know? And when things get reduced to like just Halloween costumes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Kidney punches. So uh so did you put together treadmill trackstar? Yeah, we I, I actually uh I think we I recorded a record and the guy who I wanted to be the drummer was he had moved to California for some reason. And so I recorded the record. I made him somehow convinced him to come back and, and be on the recording. And that's when we got Heidi, the cello player, to play a couple of songs on that, because before that there was no cello player. And we liked it so much that we uh, we convinced her to join, too. So anyway, he went back to California and I finally convinced him to, to blow off whatever he was doing out there and join the band. And somehow we got a showcase gig at the coconut teaser as an excuse to <laughs> sunset boulevard yeah sunset know, boulevard crescent heights i know exactly all spray painted silver and sawdust on the deck yeah it was yeah. for butt rock band spandex and shit yeah yeah that seemed to be what <laughs> what the deal was at that place but we also got we got in some kind of like it was like a one-page newsletter or something that went out to record people i guess i forget what it was called it was cool but Anyway, we got a nice little write-up in that, so a bunch of people are out um, at that show. Like, uh, who's the uh, oh man, the drummer for the Police? His brother, what was his name? The IRS Jesus. guy, Copeland. Yeah, Copeland. He he was out there from IRS Records, and we had a. It was a good, you know, like one of our kind of our one of our first gigs. So it was a nice it was a nice start. And in Captain California, he stuck around for the seven years of touring. Yeah, we, we went out there in a van, played that show, played you, a couple of shows on the way back to South Carolina. You must be a great convincer. I, I'm not bad. I'm not bad at it, I got to say. It's, it's a skill, for sure. They kind of do, you know, pull up seven years of tour shift. That's, that's, that's a good spiel. <laughs> yeah. This, another example is this summer I convinced our Connect John to uh, ride. We rode 
125 cc motorcycles from here to Oregon. Jesus, <laughs> not Portland, uh, um, Port Portland, Oregon. It was uh, not Portland, Port Maine. Orford. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, you didn't Port just Orford, go up to Oregon. Yeah, that that is a hell. That's over two thousand miles. Yeah, it was four thousand twenty-seven miles. Oh, because you came back, right? No, that's just one way. Oh, because it's because it's on this crazy route. It's like all dirt roads. It's called the Transamerica Trail. Okay. So it winds around everywhere. It takes forever. It's, yeah, it's, but it you nuts. fucking did it. God damn. Yeah, it was fun. Much respect. Look, we're at the end of the first <laughs> hour. <laughs> I'm blown away. December 14, 2021. Walk Peter, so special guest, Angelo Johnny. Hold tight for hour two. December 14, 2021, it's the second hour of the Lot for Pete Rose Show. Yeah.
Blessed is the day and blessed is the night. Blessed is the sun and blessed is the knife. Blessed, 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 blessed. Blessed are the wolves and blessed are the sheep. Blessed is the war and blessed is the peace. Blessed, 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 blessed.
Man, I'm just thinking of your forearms. It must have been the size of Popeye when you were done. 
Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> okay, you know, post-spinach can popping time. We'll start yeah. off the second hour with English was my name, Angelo Gianni. Bootstrappers after that low shoe. This is the version after me and Georgie with uh, Melvin Gibbs on the bass. Joining me. Elliot Sharp's got the, for a music cat, right, the best initials. Uh, if you want to abbreviate a nickname, just call him F. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, then BB Ju- BBJR. Okay, BB Jr. is Bob Bucko Jr., Sam Lock Ward, two cats out of Iowa with their uh, collab in a tune called Flea. Flea, like running. And Mike Adams, at his, Mike Adams at his honest weight with I did not create this body. Do tell. Angelo Gianni after that did, didn't, will, won't. Man, I've heard that a buttload of times. Yeah. And, uh, so, so, I mean, obviously, the even with the bummer and sadness of the eventual fulfilling prophecy of the treadmill track star, you still gained a lot, right? Whenever you play, you invest in the next time. So, what's next? Yeah, I mean, uh, treadmill. Like we broke up in '97 because we got dropped, and then uh, I went to LA and. I, for a minute, I tried to get it going out there, and um, what part? I can tell you, where were you? I, Hollywood. I I lived in uh, in Venice, Venice, Venice Beach. Okay, right, right, right down from the Gold's Gym there. Sure, sure. That boardwalk—that's a scene. Yeah, it's a total scene. <laughs> Did you ever make it to Pedro? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Isn't right. that that's where the Cre- the Korean Bell is down there? That's right. That's right by my yeah. practice. I've had same practice path thirty six years. There was a, Fort MacArthur was there, and they gave the city it's Angels Gate Cultural Center now. And I'm in the officer's head, so oh, if, right if you know that, I know exactly where you were, because you could see yeah. everything, and you can see Catalina. I mean, if it ain't too small, or Marine Layer. So, so you come to L.A. For, in Venice and try to do some music here. What's what goes on? Well, I, uh, you know, it, it almost worked. I had this amazing plan. I, I, when I first moved out there, you know, I was still poor from the band. We had just, you know, just gotten dropped, went out there and I got a job as a motorcycle messenger. Whoa. And, and back, back then, you know, the, the internet still wasn't going. So I had this book of record people and, um, before I left Columbia, South Carolina, I recorded a four song demo with our connect John Fur, he was he produced it and played guitar on it. Oh, um, yeah, it was called um, that buzzy sound, and I went out there with that, and I decided to use my motorcycle outfit and my little clipboard, and I took a bunch of CDs and put a uh, sticky note on them that just said, "Hey man, you have to check this out," and then signed it Jim or just some, you know, some name like that. Yeah, Jim, and I. Would take my motorcycle and go deliver this. I'd hand deliver it to these uh, record dudes who I got out of this book. And um, we're talking A&R you know, so man. they got a A&R man. Yeah, A&R guys. Yeah. And so I went to a, a bunch of them, and um, I did. Uh, I went to Maverick. I th- was it Maverick? That was Madonna's That's label. Madonna right? and uh, I think. and uh, Freddie Demand, right? That was Mike Jackson man. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And I, I went in there and, um, you know, had, had my motorcycle outfit on my little delivery guy. And, uh, and the person I was 
I had his name was Guy something. He was one of the big guys at that company. And, you know, the reception was like, well, we'll we'll sign for it and take it to Guy. And I'm like, nope, I have to hand deliver it. That's the rule from the person sending it. And um, and so finally they, they gave me this big hard time. And finally I was like, I've, it's got to be hand delivered to him. And so then security came and they're like, let me see your ID. And I showed him my ID. And as, as I was handing it to him, I realized that my ID, ID had the same name as the CD had my name on it. And so I was totally busted, you know. <laughs> They do. I was trying to scam in there and and they physically removed me from the building. (laughs) Well, that's kind of a good story. It it, it was a good plan. Somebody from Sony actually called and they're like, we want to come see the band. And I I just couldn't get people together to actually have a band. So it just never worked out. Really? Because right, the recycler right on Thursdays, you would have found about 5,000 ads. I love, yeah, I, love I tried. Re- I tried calling. I love the those. requirement: no flakes, or must yeah, have it's... must have own equipment and transport. Yeah, <laughs> especially in SoCal, right? Can you imagine trying to get in a band with no transportation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, sticking a marble. This is a good title. <laughs>
Watch the Reverse Show. That chunk of music started off with Treadmill Trackster. Yes, people, we had a little throwback in the uh, uh, chronology. Uh, stick, stick in a Marble. Great title. And then Manu Debango with Oboso, great sax man from the 70s. Uh, Kato Hideki, song for a scavenger from his new album. Interesting bass. Quad Super Six with the prettiest girl in the world. This is a tribute to uh, uh, television personalities in England. Funny band. Uh, Ray Shin after that, Magnum's Plan. And finally, Angelo Gianni with Need to Know. Okay. Is this when you leave SoCal? Yeah, so I, I moved back to the north, the southeast in 07 um, to Asheville, North Carolina. And since I was close enough to Columbia, my ex-bandmates were still down there. And we started playing again, put out another, I don't know, four records from 07 to 2017. We just did our last show a couple of years ago. Um, and then I started doing... Uh, like the the stick in the marble and, and those. Oh, um, so you went back to the old band name? Okay, okay. Not just yeah, we the went old back to the old guys. band name. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, we played our last show in 2017, and then I started doing records where I'm playing everything, and that's what like uh, those last couple of songs you played, I think, are from from those two EPs that are out. And, and let me uh, ask you about the process. What did you? What was the first thing you'd lay down if it was Man Alone? Um, man alone, it, it always starts with the acoustic and some, some kind of vocal like tries. And then, uh, and then I just build it out of that, you know, starting from the bottom, bottom up with the drums and the bass and then, you know, just build it like that. Cause some famous ones like, uh, Stevie Wonder with his inner vision and Prince and even Dave yeah. Cole with that first Foo Fighter album, they all started yeah. with the drums first. Yeah, I don't see how you do that. <laughs> I, I think you have to be a you, you just have to be a full on like full fledged drummer. I think to be able to do that, I don't I don't know how you, how they go about that. Just play button like those Polynesian cats, right? They would sail thousands of miles without any land. Right, <laughs> right, and that's probably why they never went back. Fuck that. <laughs> we got yeah. the Samoa. That's enough. But yeah, exactly. they, they they use some stars. I heard, but they had. St- kind of a maps they were sticks like crossed over each other with some shells but it was the the angle of the waves can you imagine trusting the angle of waves paddling and you know tiny sails is mainly paddling for thousands of miles Balls no up. i never i've never heard of that that's crazy but my pop was a sailor and so he taught me about this shit he said yeah okay i'm in a nuclear engine room but you know what boy they used to do it different <laughs> wow animals too i remember first time i played in australia no, second time, but anyway, it's with porno guys, and there's these mud hens or mud, some kind of bird that as soon as they're born, they start flying the same thing, you know, over ocean, and but they got some kind of ferrous metal in their head, and the polo tracks them, but those guys, just to have faith like that, and maybe that's what you got to do if you start a tune with the drums by itself. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm just practical like things like that. I just wonder about man, because I'm I'm really amazed by one man bands. As much respect. We're at the end of the second hour, December 14, 2021. Just what Pedro show, special guest, Angelo Gianni. Hold tight for our three. Yep. 
December 14, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watch for Pedro. Guess I was waiting for a warning Just some sound To scatter birds too weak To leave the ground But huddled in the bunker We failed ourselves I think I'm fading And yes, I listen Piston in my hand to detonate the past gain our windows. It's time to my arm of to scoop and fill my heart. Try to climb the stairs I'll face it when I'm 
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We know it's late. We know it's a school night. But sometimes you gotta tell people to kiss off like your boss, an ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend. You say, oh baby, oh yeah, A-sharp. You go, oh baby, oh yeah. Sorry about that. A-sharp. One, two, three. Whatever I said, you got in your head. I don't really think you're cool. You said that you were new, but I don't really know the feeling. Oh, baby, oh, yeah. Oh, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby, oh, yeah. Oh, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. But I really think you're a fool I don't know why you think you're cool But baby, I like your chew Oh baby, oh yeah Oh baby
wait Wait until November ends Didn't we agree? I would try to keep it in line They haven't got it in for you I got it in for me So let's just wait and see Come on, don't you believe me That I've got this plan I need you there with me In the seat on the tiller through the sand Wouldn't it be just the same, you say And it's almost true We both know it's not the end of the game So let me see what I can do Wouldn't it be just the same 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 Would you just give me the ball So I can give it back to you It might mean nothing at all But let me see what we can do And now you don't believe me With original doubt If I tell you don't worry Will that help you figure it out? Wouldn't it be just the same, you say, just on different ground? And don't give me that line, cause we're not lost and won't be found. Wouldn't it be just the same? 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 Wouldn't it be just the same?
lots of people should start off the third hour. Treadmill track star. Baby, I fold. Denny Rogers. Babes, New York City. Can't handle that band name, but pretty good tunes. Oh, baby, oh, yeah. Then uh, out of Montreal, the Silver Mount Zion Memorial Orchestra and Tra La La Band with Come On, Come On, Loose and Endless Longing. Sam cutting after that with Till November. And finally, Treadmill Trackstar. Check my reaction. So, uh, 2017 has been four years. Okay. So, in the meantime, you made two EPs, Man Alone. Yeah. And uh, was it during this situation? Uh, yeah, the first one kind of came out right towards the beginning because I did a I did a live stream like sort of record release thing like a, co- a few months in. So yeah. You know you you were talking about Columbia. You know Dylan, those cats at the what's it called uh, Blanca, Dear Blanca is there, I think the name of the band and they got Comfort Monk for their label and stuff. No. Yeah, there's a kind of a scene in Columbia. And I've had a, really? a few of these cats on the show. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh first time I played there, I remember one ounce uh, like airplane liquor bottles at the bars. Yeah, that was that was the thing. <laughs> That's gonna cut down I, the drinking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking monkeys. I think they finally got rid of that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. But I remember, yeah. you know, they'd be lined up like these tiny little fuck. Yeah. What was it? The art bar or something. And, uh, yeah, Art Bar, right, Rockefellers. Right. right, Rockefellers. I remember going yeah. on after a, a Kiss a, a tribute band. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't shit you. Yeah, it was oh, I mean, there's stuff like that happened all over the country. It wasn't just, a, but, you know, thinking about. Also, one of the last Minutemen gigs uh, opening for R.E.M. So, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't shit you. Oh, wow. And then the other cool. ones, of course, were... Uh, in Charleston and stuff, but and yep. there's island near there that actually James Jamerson was from. You know, a lot of my bass comes from James Jamerson, and he ended up in Motown, Detroit. And actually, at the end here in Los Angeles, but started off in South Carolina. Great, great bass man. Played with one wow, finger, wow. one finger. You know, maybe my, my Michael Hedges for you. So uh, right, right. Did you do? Do you do any stuff where you trade files over the internet? Um, you mean like as far as recording? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, actually that, that whole last, the last EP, I guess it was the last EP. It must have been deep into COVID because we, I mixed it over the internet with uh, a guy who has a studio in Columbia who I love. Um, it's Archer Avenue Studio and um, he's awesome. So we did the whole thing over the internet. Wow. The whole mix. See, people, you can do good things. You don't have to just spread bullshit. You can actually put yeah. together music and records. It's beautiful. Yeah, okay. exactly. The, the animals line up. And then I guess you, this kind of opera or something, sounds like it's beautiful, The Brood.
hits you right here as you're outbound and the feeling called my name and I told you that I tell you I'll explain just what it means in Wasting hours that I'd begged for Using when the time was right It was always wrong And the break's too long Let's play it all back scene by scene
Yeah.
Spot for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Angela Gianni with the animals line up. And then Moldoman out of Baltimore with Magnetic Memory. And finally, Brood 9. Angela Gianni. Explain this Brood 9 to me, please. Um, that was the... The... Uh, what are they called? The cicadas were coming out, and it was Brood 9 back Oh, then. yeah, that's right. Because there's different years. Some some will stay there like 18 years or so. Yeah, I think there was another brood that came out like re not too long ago. Um, it might have been brood ten, but uh, yeah, that's where that's where it came from. And are they around where you live? Yeah, the brood nine I didn't see, but the the one before that was probably I don't know how long ago. Like they're on, I guess they're on like a seventeen year cycle in each place, and so I think it was maybe six years ago that they were coming out of the ground in Asheville. It was wild, man. It was, it was wild. You know, my experience is in Tokyo, <clears throat> maybe 10 years ago, summertime. I thought there was construction going on. I mean, these motherfuckers, you would not believe how loud they are. They call yeah. them semis, you know? And Oh yeah, that semi has five different songs, uh, five different songs, Mike's on. And I said, well, what is it, like, Circular Song, <laughs> Belt Sander? <laughs> I mean, you right. wouldn't believe this shit. It was incredibly intense and loud. And then you see their yeah. little bodies in their bodies husks because they molt, right? And they're all on yeah. the sidewalks. And yeah, it, it was pretty yeah. trippy. It was pretty. And you know that what? Is... They didn't bite me like the fucking car. Uh, they, they call mosquitoes car. And I got bit up. So at least they leave you alone that way. But, man, are they intense. I, I, yeah, I really thought looking. it was construction. I couldn't believe those were bugs. You know, I know crickets. You know, I, I was born in Virginia and lived there. And beep, 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 beep. But not this shit. This was like... <laughs> yeah, it's intense for sure. So this was the inspiration for this piece then, huh? Yeah. It's about sort of, you know, keeping yourself underground for a while. Keeping stuff... <laughs> Keep the stuff oh, underground. Oh, the parallel universe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, so what, what do you got going now? Uh, right now, man, for the last, I swear, for the last eight months, it's been all about motorcycles and nothing about music. But it's getting cold, so I think, you know, that's, that's about to change. Uh, I'll probably do, do an EP every couple of years, you know, till till it gets boring. It, it, Just trying to... And why, why, why do you think the switch to motorcycles? Uh, you know, our hookup, John, again, man, yeah. we were both putting out vinyl uh, at at some point, you know, whenever that was. And all of our text threads are like, where are you getting yours done? What kind of, you know, it was all about vinyl. And then all of a sudden they turned to motorcycle minutia. It's like everything's about motorcycle gear and tires and oil. And it just, I don't know what happened. We just got obsessed and then we did that trip, and um, yeah, we're but still they, a little bit I think, obsessed. I think, I think, Angela, I think that's the big diff, because mostly it's just about gear and fetish and all this shit, and all this kind of shortcut. All we need is the right stuff. But you guys went and right. did that fucking four thousand miles. That's not just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely we definitely did it, man. It was it was amazing. It's probably one of the best, coolest things I've ever done. For yeah. sure. And man, maybe you could, down the road, remembering back, you might be able to get some songs out of it. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it was amazing because I'm I'm kind of an antisocial person. I don't, I don't love people that much. But <laughs> on this trip, man, I would I'd gotten into a lot of trouble, had breakdowns and like, you know, one time I'm in the rice fields of Arkansas, middle of nowhere, nothing. I thank God I had cell service, but I had like four flat tires in a day mm. and I just put it out on a Facebook page. Um, hey, I'm in trouble. This dude drove an hour with his trailer to come rescue me, took me to his house, fed me like just completely, you know, it, it was amazing. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, you know, there are a lot of dicks, but there's so many cool people. There there are, man. And and I, you know, I came across way more cool people than, than dicks on this trip. Yeah, good. For sure. Net, net. Net win. Yeah, net, net win. win. Exactly. Net win. So, exactly. so you don't even have plans to make music right now, okay? Yeah, not really. I mean, when it it'll it'll creep up when it wants to. Well, I'm, maybe I'm that's the best it. way. Maybe it shouldn't be forced. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then maybe it yeah. just becomes into like something like taking a dump. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, I I love it so much better as a hobby than I did as a as a career. You know, there's there's no pressure. No, nobody cares if I do anything or not, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's so much more enjoyable. Well, if you do, what, what cares if you do find time to come up with another EP, will you bring it and talk yeah, about it and stuff like that? Of course, of course, of course. Uh, I value it so much. And so, I mean, like you said, you're not just, uh, it's not just filler. It's, it's blows that count. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and also John Fur there's nothing like having a music or a motorcycle co conspirator. Yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? There's nothing like yeah. that, man. And do you use a helmet? Yeah, absolutely. We we did all the safety gear and all that well, stuff. Well I asked about the helmet because a buddy of mine got his mom was the librarian at High San Pedro High here. And he, 38 years law practice, he's going to close it to start a music thing. And just for, as a freak, he went without a helmet racing his friend and got thrown head on the curb and he's gone. Yeah, man, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. So many stories like that. This is too. a month ago. So oh, that's that's a worry and stuff, but he loved motorcycles. He did a couple uh, tours, both uh, United States back and forth, Mexico twice back and forth, and then five miles from his pad. Just didn't put on yeah. the helmet, or just whatever. Yeah. Maybe you know you just get dealt the hand, right? It's the worst, man. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst. Well, I really valuable getting to talk with you. Thank you so much, Angelo. Oh man, thanks so much. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate it. People, December 14, 2021, Dishwalk Peter. So keep your powder dry.